This is The Unholy Union. A podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse. If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week. If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you. If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it. Welcome to The Unholy Union. Guess what? What? I have read five books already since last we talked about reading again. And how many of those were on your brand new Kindle that I bought you? Well, I try to read all <laughs> the Kindle, especially when my phone's dying. It's really useful to have as a backup. Oh, okay. But on Kindle, they actually have this year-end Kindle challenge, and it's going through October 1st through December 31st. There are 84 days remaining, and I have unlocked four out of 15 achievements. Oh, so you get... They're trying to gamify reading? Yes! That's cool. I love it. It's like my video game stuff. They give you achievements for things. Yeah. So currently, I'm a bookworm, and I have had a perfect week because I've read Sunday to Sunday. At some point, I've read certain pages. Yeah, that's I I like that, though, because they're kind of giving you props for, and they're tracking you (laughs) on what you're reading and how much you're reading. Yeah. I mean, I... Again, I like I said back when, I used to read a lot. It wouldn't be weird for me to read, you know, 50 to 100 books in a year. I read The Da Vinci Code in a weekend. Right. But, <laughs> and you didn't sleep either. You haven't <laughs> been able to read that thing. Oh, I love that book. I couldn't put it down. Mm-hmm. And I've had that before. But it, the idea of reading again after we had talked about it, I was like, I got to do this. So this has been fun. Yeah, you I've noticed that you, as a person, don't take a lot of time for yourself, which I think you should. I think that's a woman thing, to be honest with you. That's awfully sexist of you. It is what it is, especially (laughs) if you're a wife and mother. Well, I'm just saying you tend to not take a lot of time for yourself. So I am happy that you have been able to do this. And that is why I bought you that Kindle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we shouldn't have. I shouldn't have paid for the Kindle, but I wanted you to. We didn't have a cube open for it. <laughs> I wanted you to have something that you enjoy that isn't, you know, a chore or whatever. And I appreciate that you see that and are recognizing that. I feel like we're in therapy right now. Let me recognize your appreciation. Everybody start a podcast because it's free therapy, <laughs> it's marriage counseling. But it is. It's something that I wasn't taking time for myself to do, and I'm enjoying it. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Thanks. Now, now read more on the damn Kindle I bought you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really convenient to read on my phone, because I have my phone on me all the time. But at night, when we're laying in bed, I can grab my Kindle, my phone can charge, and that's what I'd use it for. So I think the last episode, we talked about the Kindle yeah. and how... It actually is better for your eyes, uh-huh. and I found out why. So remember, I kept saying the the lighting's different, and you the glare. Well, you kept saying that it's the same as your cell phone, like the light that comes from it. Yeah, because you can turn night light on your cell phone. But okay, so the Kindle or your cell phone is backlit. Okay, which means it the light comes from behind the screen. Uh-huh. The Kindle though is front lit, so it's never like glaring into your eyes. Okay. That's why that's part of the reason why it's better. Plus, it's an e ink screen, which does not put off light and it's, it's designed to mimic te- like a piece of paper. Hmm. I like it. Technology. I like it. <laughs> Wonderful. But it's been a crazy week, though. Like, well, I feel like reading has allowed me to kind of step away from it, but it's been a crazy week. Yeah, we've actually watched quite a few things on the, on the, 
shit box TV thing, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, uh, I, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the Canadian wildfires actually made it down. The smoke made it down here to Florida. I don't believe that. I don't know if I do either. I don't believe that at all. How the hell did it travel that far? I don't think it did. I think it... I remember... Didn't we get hit with stuff from Africa, though, before? Well, like, yeah. The, the desert storms that they get over there. But that's because all the storms travel on that current. That yeah, I know. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, though, maybe it isn't so far-fetched to think that a wildfire smoke can make it from Canada to here. I'm pretty sure they're closer than Africa. Well, I mean, I it may, <laughs> the wildfire smoke made it to Virginia. Our family experienced it there. So did we. Right, when we were in Virginia, yes. But... For it to have traveled all the way to Florida, it's kind of blowing my mind. I didn't even know those were still going. I I haven't been paying attention either, to be honest with you. Well, it's old news at this point. Right, it was like back in June when this shit started. Well, I'm just saying everybody has moved on. Right. So, we had it, though. Yeah, we had something. We we definitely had something down here, whether it was that or not. I didn't smell it, but I could see it. It was very hazy. Yeah, we kept saying, man, it's humid as shit out here because it was so hazy, but it really wasn't humid. So we were kind of, why is the air quality so bad right now? <laughs> Mickey Mouse is farting or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not sure that's what Mickey Mouse does, but okay. Mickey Mouse doesn't poop? No. Oh. He's a mouse. <laughs> He's, He's perfect. Oh, okay. But then the national test happened this past week. Oh, yeah. The yeah, national yeah. emergency test on everybody's phones and people were freaking out. What are we going to do? Well, get into your conspiracies that you kept reading. <laughs> I want to go through this stuff. Okay. Ready? So there were multiple sources that said that you should turn your phone off and make sure that it will not gain signal because this is going to be the start of the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> so the test was supposed to somehow start like mind control and like through sound through sound start to make people go into a frenzy so there was all this stuff about the national test and it being loud and it's gonna go into mind control stuff but when i received it yes it was loud it was annoying and the message popped up it was all in spanish it I, I couldn't it, read it. It went off twice for me, one in Spanish and one in English. Oh, really? Yeah, it went off twice for me. But, I, mine was Spanish the entire time. My whole thing, though, is th- if they really did want to cause purge-like stuff, all they have to do is say, you're living in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters, and everybody would go fucking ape shit. <laughs> what if that was the message on the test? That's what this I'm saying. Simulation. You're living in a simulation. Nothing you do or see or say is real. Here's the red pill. <laughs> everybody would go nuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just imagine the chaos in the world. Well, at least the U.S. I don't think. Yeah, that was a United States thing. Thing national test. So, but it is kind of scary though. That they're able to do that. I'm not sure how I feel about it. That can be used for very bad purposes. And I'm not talking crazy stuff like... Zombie apocalypse. Yeah, like zombie (laughs) apocalypse. But they could send propaganda messages across that and kind of infect people and infect people's minds with shit. I mean, to your point, though, why would they use your cell phone? Like, they already do that with the mainstream media, with social media. But you just said it. Everybody has a cell phone and you... they kept saying everybody needs to turn or some people said everybody needs to turn the phones off. Everybody 
I would, a lot of people have cell phones now. Right. And that's a direct line of communication with each person in this country. Right. And the idea of a cell phone for most people is that it's a, sm- a smartphone. That's And what I'm you're saying. getting your information from mainstream media and or social media. But what so if, I don't understand, or I don't think that they would need that extra step is what I'm saying. I, they are removing the need to go through a media company. I guess, they direct can, to consumer. Yeah, they can say whatever they want directly to you, which is kind of freaky. But, but most whatever. of the time when you want a message to go to people, you fluff it, right? You are slow dripping. You are like they, they tell us shit that's going to happen before it happens. Like, you can watch movies or listen to the news and it's like the slow drip of events that are leading up to the big thing that happens. They Yeah, I know. They, they almost condition you for bad news. Right. You know what I mean? They, yep. They kind of give you like little little drips of it, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, look what is happening currently in Israel and the Gaza Strip. That is insanity right now. This is kind of a dark subject, but <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's, it's rough. It's what's happening. Yeah, it's rough. Like, I've, there's a Reddit out there. I think it's called War Foot or Combat Footage. And I tend, I like to look at that stuff. I don't like to look at it, but I look at it because you don't see this stuff in the media. Right. They will, they sanitize it and you see what they want you to see. Right. Well, this, people are posting, people that are on the ground in Gaza and in Israel, and you can actually see what is happening. It's terrifying. Like, there's people driving down the street in their cars, minding their own business, and they're getting lit up. Yeah. In the streets, and it, it, yeah, it's it's terrifying, and I pray for everybody that's involved in that chaos over there because, I mean, I'm talking about these are innocent people. It, it isn't like soldier versus soldier. Yep. I mean, yeah, they are fighting each other right now, but you're also dragging in a bunch of civilians that have nothing to do with all that stuff. Yeah, they're like, just trying again, to live. Just a, another crazy week in the world. Oh, it's it, it's nuts. It's like a very coordinated assault too. It's it hasn't been you know you know how like a lot of the times you see these attacks on Israel and it's just like rocket barrages. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm not trying to downplay it, but this is way more than that. Mm-hmm. Like they blew up part of the wall into Israel. They've gotten into Israel. They've set up like cells in Israel to attack from within. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like a crazy week. And don't, don't go look at that stuff. If you're, if you have a sensitive stomach, cause it's bad. There's like some very not safe for work or not safe for life shit <laughs> on that, twi- on that Reddit. But like I said, I tend to go out Be informed and find that stuff because I want to see what's really going on. And right. that kind of helps. Yeah. Let's switch gears. Yes, please. <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up. I know it's awful. We don't we try not to talk about things like that, but it's No, we try to talk about things like <clears throat> yeah, that. Let's be clear. It's just it's freaky and I feel bad for everybody involved. Well, the war that is that area, we'll say, like the, it's constant it's perpetual. Perpetual, I yep. know. So I mean, it, it is what it is, and it's scary and sad. I don't know. It's it's hard. I, I just couldn't imagine living there. Right. Because of the constant chaos they have to endure. Right. All the people over there. 
Anyway. Switching gears. Switching gears. So our kiddo just got her new Halloween costume. Yeah. For the upcoming Halloween night. Halloween, Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what are the most popular Halloween costumes for girls this year? Ariel? Yes. I have a more broad topic, but yes. The Little Mermaid. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. Which is specific. So it's the... I don't understand what it means by this. Oh, no. So it's the previous version of the Little Mermaid and then the cartoon version and then the live action Little Mermaid. So they gave us two, four, six, eight, eight options and three of them are the Little Mermaid. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So Ursula, the cartoon version of Ariel and the live action version of Ariel. Well, that's cool. What else? Ladybug? No. no, I'm not really surprised. I don't think Ladybug's as popular as it should be. So you're talking about Miraculous Ladybug, the tales of Ladybug Ladybug and Cat Cat Noir. Noir. Our daughter is obsessed with it. I am too. I love it as well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she was that last year, our daughter. She dressed in that costume, Ladybug, last year. But nope, didn't make the list. You want to keep guessing? No. Okay. So the other items, again, kind of broad, are Barbie. There's two that are Barbie. I can see that. Yep. Roller skate Barbie and cowgirl Barbie. Then Bluey made the list. Oh, good. Now, I was very surprised. I like Bluey. Me too. I didn't think it was as mainstream as oh, that. Oh, it is now. But There's groups on Facebook. Of all, adults. Yeah. It's like adult Bluey conversations. I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. <laughs> then Paw Patrol. So Sky is a big one right now for girls. Okay. Yeah. They just came out with another movie, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, I got you. And then Spidey Gwen. So the girl Spider-Man. So from Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Okay, I got you. So those are the most popular for girls. You ready for boys? What could be boys? I don't don't know. We don't have a boy, so I can't guess. (laughs) You have nephews. Spider-Man. Of course. Yeah, Spider-Man, Batman. No Batman, surprisingly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. They haven't had like a movie at that age level in a while. Right. I don't know. Okay, so yes to Spider-Man, both Peter Parker and Miles Morales. Then video games, <laughs> it, again, higher overarching the, topic. Who video game? Super Mario. Okay. Legend of Zelda. Okay. Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, that's kind of, I think it's like a horror game. Oh, never heard of it. They had a bunch of the stuff at Spirit that we went to. Gotcha. Must not have been paying attention. And then Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, that all makes sense. Now, the last few are kind of the same, or two of these are kind of the same as the girls, Rubble. Bluey and Paw Patrol. Who, who Does it say who in Paw Patrol? Um, Probably Chase. Chase, yep. Yeah, Chase is the costume. Yep. And the last one is Transformers. That surprised me. Didn't No, they came out with a new Transformers this year, wasn't it? Like the pre-pre-prequel? Right, 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 right. But yeah. I guess, like, they're never on that age level, I feel like. Do you think parents care? True. Go watch robots kill each other so I can take I mean, a nap. Our daughter's seen Transformers, but yeah, I guess it's not that bad. Like I wouldn't expect a child to be so in love with it that they would want to dress up as it Are you because it kidding? it feels like more preteen teenage. I fucking love Optimus Prime. I understand, but when you were a kid, I loved Optimus they Prime. They had the action figures and there was a cartoon. Like when we were kids, it was yeah, a bigger you, deal. And you know how hard it was to actually fold them fucking things up? <laughs> it was annoying. <laughs> 
Okay, but like they don't have. Do they have a cartoon now? I don't know if they have a cartoon. I think they do. Yeah, 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 they do. I think it's on Peacock or something like that. I don't know. It's on something. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I mean, I was I like Transformers as a kid. Yeah, for sure. They even have a list for men and women. No thanks. The women actually look pretty similar to the kids, the girls. <laughs> Barbie. Barbie, Ariel, Princess Peach, <laughs> Wednesday Adams, oh, Zelda. No. I don't understand. And Spider Gwen. Those are women. What are the dudes? Beer, gut. <laughs> no, the men are like true to Halloween, in my opinion. We've got Scream, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Chucky, the inflatable T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite. I well, like seeing people try to run in those. Freddy Krueger, and then this one, and this one's kind of funny. The Ken Cowboy costume. Oh, God. And last but not least, the adult Bowser. Oh, I like Bowser. <laughs> Pay H's. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that was the men's. So it's not far off from the kids. I mean, the women are spot on with the kids. <laughs> the men are just nuts. There are They all dress up like psychos. <laughs> Well, the true Halloween spirit, right? Yeah, okay. The horror part of it. But yeah, so I think we're almost ready for Halloween. I think we're getting there. Yes. And as far as The Little Mermaid goes, we just watched the new one. The live action film. Yes. It was freaking awesome. I didn't mind it at all. I think I don't get it. I do. I was thinking about this last night. I know we were both trying not to talk to each other about it because we wanted to wait for this. Mm -hmm. But I think it's because as a society, we are so divided that both sides is trying to find something wrong with everything that the other side or what they consider to be the other side. Specify your sides. Left and right. Whatever you want to say. You know. Well, versus not. Yes, exactly. So Disney has had a recent track record of being woke. Right. And... Because this is a new Disney movie, people are automatically assuming it's going to be woke. Right. Right? So instead of watching it and then coming up with a freaking opinion, they're just automatically saying, oh, they replaced Ariel with a black chick, so it's not good. Right. That's what people are doing. It's It's woke. woke. It's woke. But in reality, it was good. They replaced aerial of an animated yeah, I know. movie it's a cartoon. with a real person who could sing just as well. Yeah, she, so, I was actually very impressed with her, the rendition of the songs, because she sounded almost, it was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I just felt very different than the people were saying online. I will die on this hill. I am not kidding. This was their best live action Period. It stayed true to the material. Yeah. It didn't veer off in some crazy way. Well, and that's and that's the other thing too is people were dogging the "ask before you kiss the girl" type song. It was they said it once in the song. They were like, "You should ask and then kiss the girl." But but it was fine. A phrase. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Two words. But that's people are getting super angry about it. Because of how divided we are. It's two like, words and a 200-word song, and you're pissed. But it's just a fucking movie, first of all. It's, I can't. It's not your life. No. Just chill. If they had butchered it, okay, fine, we can be mad. But this is one of the few times that they stayed true to content. They did a couple of editions. It was nowhere near off base. It was beautiful. So I'm going to die on this hill, 
and say that the new Little Mermaid was the best live action that they have ever made. Yes. I was a little upset. Her hair wasn't as red as I had hoped it would be. The crab didn't have the accent like it was before, but it was good. Yeah, the only thing that I would say that was a big negative was Flounder's ugly, stupid face. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, fine. Flounder looked like shit. Well, (laughs) They did a Sonic on him. They They didn't let us voice against it. They made him look like a fish. And he is a fish. I know, but he didn't look like a friendly fish. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it was, Flounder was not good. No, well, I mean, I get it, though, because they were going for realism. I know. They're trying to be live action, make it real. But. Well, and then they didn't, uh, wasn't Scuttle, Scuttle in the movie or in the animated was. Seagull. A seagull. You know, they probably changed him because of the connotation with seagulls that people have. What? Fucking rats right. with wings, right. and they're annoying. They're like, no, nah, we can't do that again. <laughs> After Nemo, they yeah, kind of fucked up. Yeah, the yeah. mine, mine. <laughs> so, so they can't bring that back anymore. <laughs> they can't. Uh, they have to. They ruin seagulls forever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I didn't have any issues with it. I mean, our kiddo loved it. It mm-hmm. was it was perfectly fine. There was nothing. There was no wokeness in that movie. No. Not even, None. not a little bit. I don't, acting is what it, what the freaking thing says on the tin. They're acting. So I don't care what the actress or actor looks like as long as they can act. Right. As long as they can fill the role that they're That's trying to play. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And 100%. she did it. She did fine. Exactly. And if you're mad about that, I, I think you're a dumbass. Exactly. <laughs> I completely agree. I think it was, and again, I'm going to die on this hill, best live action that they've ever done. I can't think of another one that was better. I mean, I really can't. I I thought that the Cruella movie was good, too, but it wasn't. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's not really a live action spin. It's more of a spin off, I think. Right. Like Maleficent is the same, except it's a spin off. Right. It's not really direct if they did Sleeping Beauty again and had Maleficent in it, then okay. Right. But, yeah. You're- it's not It's not the same. Exactly. Good. I'm glad we agree. We also watched the Beck- Beckham. 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 Good Lord. I can't get that out of my mouth. That's because you're trying to speak British right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the Beckham Netflix documentary, I really liked it. I did too. You know, I didn't know a whole lot about that guy because... We, we don't watch soccer. We are in the U.S. and soccer is not very popular here. We like hockey. We like hockey and the NFL. Well, most of the U.S. likes the NFL. This household does not. Right. We know. Uh, although I did watch the other documentary called Quarterbacks about the NFL. And there were some really good highlights in there, but I could never sit down and watch a game. Like, it's just so boring. No, but the Beckham documentary was really good. They, uh, I liked the fact that they did not try to sway you one way or the other because Beckham had faults. Obviously, everybody does. But then the coaches had faults too. And they were they were actually shit-talking each other a little bit. But they never swayed you one way or the other. Like obviously, who was right, who was wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the whole documentary is about Beckham. But he had, like I said, he had his faults. There was points in time where he wasn't focused on the game and then the coaches would get pissed at him and blah, 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 blah. But it was good. I enjoyed the shit out of it. And I don't like soccer. Nope. But I'll just say that British people are fucking nuts. They they get mad at each other and shit. Over soccer. I know. They were 
death threaten and kidnapping and talking about kidnapping his kids because he fucked up in the World Cup that one time. Right. Like, you're kicking a ball, bro. It's not that big of a deal. This is too much. Like, I, I guess I never realized... They actually said it in the documentary that to them, them as in Europeans, soccer is like a religion. Yeah, that's wild. That's too much. Well, I mean, I've I've looked at things now and game developers are getting death threats because they didn't put something in a game. It's fucking crazy. People are nuts. Get a life. Exactly. Go touch grass. <laughs> Seriously. Go touch grass, please. Be that obsessed with your family. Like, I don't get good it. Good grief. It's like, that people feel like their life revolves around things now instead of each other. And it's sad. But the whole, like you said, the whole country hated him after the World Cup incident. Because he, he got mad because a dude tripped him. Tripped him. And he kicked back. And they ejected him from the game. And then everybody said that caused us to lose. But One like, person. You don't know that. Right. Caused you, you to lose. Yeah. Anyways, but then he got his hair cut. Yeah. He got, yeah. And everybody was all, all jacked up about him cutting his hair. Right. This is a person. I don't get idolization of celebrities or anybody player. Like, I don't get it. I really don't. I never have. And there are a lot of people who idolize celebrities or sports people. And I'm like, why? I mean, sure, they can be a role model, right? Yeah. But to invest that much into well, yeah. someone that you don't even know. You're like, man, I'd like to play soccer like him one day as a right. kid, you know. But Well, even as an adult, like you aspire to be like someone. Okay, fine. But to take it to the point where you hate them because yeah. they got ejected from a game or you don't like the way they cut their hair. like Yeah, you're mad because he buys fancy stuff. Get a it's, life. It's just weird. People get, like you just said, invest your time and your energy into your family and building a family. Right. It's much better for you and your mind and yep. mental health, all that. Yep. Don't let, I mean, all that stuff is out of your control. Mm-hmm. David Beckham doesn't care that you don't like that he shaved his head. <laughs> and he poops the same way everybody else does. Yep. Well, maybe it's more athletic poop. Okay, sorry. No, we're not going on that. No, that's kind okay. of strange. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I am out of control today. But it's interesting, though, when you look at his career, you know, he is one of the more distinguishable people when it comes to soccer that yes. even Americans know. Right. And he never won a World Cup. Nope. He never, but he did win a lot of like their NFL championships, right? You know, leagues and yeah, in within not the world stage, but within the Europe and within Europe, he won a lot of championships, right? But it's just it's interesting to think of somebody who is that big, you know, like say I guess maybe Alexander Ovechkin to us because we love the Washington Capitals. I know we're in Tampa now and we do root for the Lightning, but. If he had never won a Stanley Cup. Oh, that would be you know what I mean? terrible like, stain on his. He would. I don't know. I don't think he would have retired if he hadn't won. Or he <laughs> would ever retire if he hasn't won. He'd be an old man out there. Well, he is now. Um, Gray wolf. <laughs> but yeah, so th- to me, that mentality that like he is that well known, it's because he's a brand, right? 100%. He himself is his own brand. Well, and that's a that's one of the things that I really liked about the documentary is he said, I always wanted to know what I would do after soccer. Yep. Because I'm a person and I'm going to get old. Yep. <laughs> so I, I have to have do a plan. This forever. Right. Yep. I have to have a plan. So he did all those like clothing deals, marketing deals for 
fragrances and all that <laughs> fragrance, you know, <laughs> all that. You got to you got to say it all sexy. The Fleming. But yeah, so it was a good documentary. I feel like they rushed it a little bit. I feel like it could have been a couple more episodes. No, I was done. Really? Yeah. No, I felt like it could have been a couple more episodes because it was like really brushing the surface on a lot of things. Like, did he cheat? I want to know. Did he cheat? I don't think they're going to tell. Yeah, probably not. I mean. It's passed and over and done with, but they never answer that question. Right, because supposedly he had an affair in Spain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But They They never answered it. Brush over it and. There's a couple of things that, it, like, even in his career, like, they brushed over France. They brushed over, you know, a couple of other areas that he was in. It's like, could have gone a little deeper on it. But overall, it's a good documentary. Recommend I it. recommend it, even if you don't like sports. I'm, we don't like football or soccer. <laughs> you can tell you just watched the documentary. Yeah. We, <laughs> don't, we don't like soccer, and we watched it, and it was good. Yeah, I think we're trying to also have soccer be more of a, word in our household right now yeah his kiddos playing yeah we've gotten her into a little it's a non-competitive league but yeah it is good team building and her coach is fucking hilarious so (laughs) silence of the lambs yeah silence of the lambs is a nice christian film (laughs) (laughs) he's funny and he yells at the kids when they don't run you know he says i don't pay her to walk (laughs) wait a minute i'm paying you bro (laughs) He's funny. He's a good dude. Do we want to talk about the drama that we had? Yeah. We we had a game over the weekend, and there's multiple teams playing. There's like three fields going at once, but our coach. Well, they're bracketed by age group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our daughter is in the 8 to 10 age group, and I guess the group that was playing right now was maybe 10 to 12 or 10 to 13. It was an older group. Yeah, but it was it was during that time where some kids they hit that growth spurt and mm-hmm. they're fucking giants. And other kids are tiny little midgets. Yeah, they're tiny. And there's this there was this giant kid out there. I was like, this dude is probably 37. <laughs> but he he was big, right? And he was playing and he could move. He, obviously he was he's built better than I would say all the kids on that field. He was the tallest one out there. Yeah, he was the tallest one out there. Clearly, he was either approaching puberty or was already in it. Yep. And, well, he got into a little scuffle with another of the opposite team. When they scuffled, they're, they were going head-to-head for the ball. Yeah, and he pushed him down. Mm-hmm. He pushed him down and got the ball. But our coach, the funny one, he said... He got all up in that. He he started yelling, and he said, "You." But before that, during their scuffle, the big kid got the ball, won the ball from the little kid. Yes. The little kid fell and hit the ground hard. Well, he pushed him. Right, and I'm talking the kid hit hard, he, head, he, body, everything. He had to, he had to leave the game. He got mm-hmm. he got hurt. Yep. So Played out. Our coach yelled at that big kid and said, "You don't put your hands on another kid." And I'm talking like yelled. He was mad, raging, yelled, and I was all on board for it because this isn't this isn't like the World Cup, right? This is the you're not David Beckham. No, you're you're a kid. Mm-hmm. You're not getting paid. Your parents are paying for this. <laughs> but that happened. Our coach yelled, like raging, yelled, and then the dad of the big kid that pushed the other kid got up and said, 
you don't yell at my kid. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. It's about to be one of them peewee sport brawls. <laughs> <laughs> but immediately, our coach backtracked and said, I'm sorry. I apologize. You're right. I shouldn't have done that. But he, but no, he was 100% in the right because he gets emotional, though. He doesn't want these kids getting hurt. He says it all the time at practice. Yes. I agree. But at the same time, he realized, you know, whoa. He was a bigger man than I would have been. Uh-huh. I would have been yelling at that bald dude that got up acting like he was Mr. Tough Guy. <laughs> right. But that's why I think our coach is the coach. He's a better man than me. <laughs> I'd be on the sidelines ripping my shirt off like, come on, then, let's go. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Little League Sports is going to kill us. <laughs> it um, is. <laughs> but I was the same way. I was like, yeah, I'm going up there. I'm going to go up there for coach. I'm telling you right now. I was going to go up there with him and stand next to him like, let's go. You want to bring it? Yeah. It's on. It was just a parent rage moment, which I kind of understand. But at the same time, I would probably be fussing at my kid if he was 17 feet taller than all the other kids. And then he hurt somebody else. Right. I'd say, hey, I I don't think I would have yelled at him like Coach did, but I would have probably sternly talked to him about it. Like, hey, man, you can't do that. This isn't this isn't football. Right. This is soccer and contact isn't happens, but you don't purposefully do it. Right. And it was on purpose. Absolutely. And again, I say that I'm on coach's side because I like him, respect him. I think he's a good coach. But if he would have yelled at our kid, like I probably would have reacted the same. Like, don't I, yell at my kid. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't so know. I see both sides. But again, they were bigger people. Then everyone at that game, they shook hands, they apologized to each other, the game went on, but the poor kid that got hurt left. Yeah, I went home, I grabbed a bat. <laughs> Would you stop? <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> so, yeah. I do not was, condone violence at Pee Wee games. It was a very eventful soccer game. It was funny, though. I was like, holy shit, we're about to see some more action up in here. But we weren't the people who whipped out our cell phones. I was very proud of us. I know. Well, I wanted to see. With my own eyes. <laughs> if we had to get up, go over there for oh, coach. Oh, yeah, you can't. You can't. You got to be ready for that. <laughs> well, speaking of funny, what you got for us? So I did a, a little bit of Reddit diving. I've said this five times on this podcast that I wanted to do some posts about, or some posts, some podcasts about some Reddit threads. This God. is really difficult. Damn, I'm struggling. Well, I found some good ones. One of them is a thread that says, what is the laziest thing you've ever done? Okay? Okay. And the top post on that thread is about a guy. He's an officer in the Navy. Okay. And he was on a U.S. ship. He probably, he can't disclose it because, you know, secrets. Okay. Well, he's sitting there in the officer's lounge, which is their galley. They're all separated from... The schmucks. Got it. Well, one of the other officers came in there, and he was clearly tired, could not wake up. He's one of them people that if a nuke goes off next to him, they still ain't getting up out of bed. Okay. Well, he comes in there. He's got his bagel. He's sitting down at the galley. He's eating, and the sun's beating right in his face, right? Galley's a fucking cafeteria. Well, he picks up a phone. He says, blah, 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 blah. He, the guy couldn't really understand him, but then he started listening in, and he said, yeah, 15 degrees. Da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden, the sun starts going off of his face and onto the wall behind him. 
This dude called up to the bridge to tell them to move the boat 15 <laughs> degrees <laughs> instead of standing up and moving to a different spot. He called up and then he started enjoying his bagel after that. <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe That's it. That's pretty good. Actually. I was like, how much, how much tax dollars did that take to move <laughs> and that And then he's going to go up there after he finished his bagel. <laughs> You're off by 15 degrees. Move it back. Uh-huh. I laughed so fucking hard. The dude was eating a bagel all mad because he had to get out of bed. <laughs> and he made him move the entire boat. 15 degrees. Don't care if you're going into enemy waters. Go 15 degrees. Oh, oh man. That was hilarious. <laughs> and the next one I found is on the Reddit called Today I Fucked Up. So this one was about a wife being invited to her boss's house for dinner. She got hired. It's kind of like a get-to-know-you type deal, networking thing. Her husband was allowed to come along. Well, she told the husband, like, hey, don't embarrass me. This is my new boss. You know? <laughs> well, they I went- can already see where this is going. <laughs> well, they-, <laughs> they went to the house, right? They're doing their dinner thing. The The boss is laughing at the husband's, you know, his comedy whatever his jokes well she brings out the main course which is a nice juicy steak and he's like "Ooh, i love steak right well he gets it on his on his plate and he realizes he cuts it open and he's like this bitch is still mooing so he was like i cannot eat this well the boss got up to go get something else from the kitchen so he was game planning on how do i get rid of this thing without embarrassing my wife and you know making her new boss feel bad <laughs> well he he looks over to his left and he sees a window and he's like all right i'm gonna fucking chuck this thing out the window well he picks it up and he throws it out the window but the window was perfectly clean and it was shut so it slammed up on the window <laughs> And he said blood was dripping down because it was mooing, was dripping down all over the windowsill. The boss comes running back in because she heard a huge ass thump. And he was like, oh, he was like, I was trying to cut it with my knife and my knife slipped and it shot across the room. Making this huge story. <laughs> yeah, he made it all up and sh- it was clear. They, she said or he said that his wife and her boss just stared at him for the rest of the night and looked at him. And then he picked a the steak up off the window and ate it and pretended like it was really good. (laughs) I thought that one was funny. And then afterwards she's working at this place with their new boss. And she said, my boss still thinks you're an idiot, (laughs) but I love you. (laughs) All right. And then my final one was today. I fucked up Reddit again. And this guy was dating a girl and he was invited over to meet the parents. Well, I don't know why he did this. <laughs> Makes no sense. But he enraged his girlfriend and the parents because he kept pretending like he didn't know what a potato was. <laughs> a fucking potato. <laughs> but so he <laughs> so they served him a potato. He was like, what is this? And he was just messing around at first. But then he started doing it. And he was like, I, I got to get out of this. But he couldn't. Well, her parents got so mad because he didn't know what a potato is. They kicked his ass out of the house. And he, he to this day, he still texts his girlfriend. Like, sometimes he's like, 
And she's like, brings up potatoes. And he was like, what is a potato? He still pretends like he doesn't know what a potato is. They're not getting married. <laughs> well, he said she's going to break up with me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that one was funny as shit, too. I guess go all in. Yeah, he, well, he... He tried to find it out, but he couldn't. So he was like, all right, well, <laughs> I built this story up. I got to stick to it. <laughs> Enraging your girlfriend's parents over not knowing what a potato is. <laughs> I want to know what. <laughs> Are you from Ireland or something? Is that why? <laughs> Wait, don't they have potatoes? Ireland? Yeah. That's why, that's why I'm saying, like, why would they be mad that you don't know what a potato is. So mad that they've kicked you out of their house. Are you Irish? Because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would you kick somebody out of the house if you didn't know what the potato was? Yes, you're an idiot. What is this? It's a potato. Get out. <laughs> That's the dumbest shit I you ever... don't. Well, it's like you don't know what a potato is. No? Okay, you're an idiot. <laughs> like... No, that oh, that was funny though. I laugh my ass off at these these Reddit ones. I need to do more of these on the podcast. Well, I'm trying to think of like what would be our laziest story or our today I fucked up story. I don't know. I think <laughs> my fucked up one would be when I kind of told our daughter what happens to women when they go into childbirth. Puberty. Oh no, puberty, oh. and explain to her, you know, what's going to happen, right? She knows what a period is. She knows all the things. Yeah. Lady time. She says, I don't want to be a girl. (laughs) I fucked up. She's like, can I give all this stuff back? (laughs) It sucks. Like, I get it. I totally get it. Me either, kid. (laughs) All right. Well, I don't know. I'd have to really sit down and think about what my laziest is. Well, you do that. But there's got to be something. I think my laziest moment is every day when we order DoorDash. <laughs> it is not. It was every it day. It was. It was. Especially like in the early days of kiddo, like after I brought her home. Oh, the, yeah, at the first time. And then COVID. COVID, COVID was too. Every single day. And that, but I feel like they had much better deals during COVID because <laughs> everybody was closed. Mm-hmm. But anyway, love you. Thanks for listening to the Unholy Union podcast. For more Unholy Union content, check out our social media at Unholy Union Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We also have Facebook and TikTok. Want to support the podcast? Rock some merch. Check out our merchandise store on our site at unholyunionpodcast.com. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to have you back next week. It's what you do with things you love.